Welcome to the T3 Podcast, Episode 3, Week 3, 2022. Today's date is 22nd of January 2022. This is a weekly podcast discussing tech, travel, and tracks. When it comes to tech, I will mostly talk about the M365 space and what I know regarding open source. For blockchain and crypto, I will refer to various experts and articles. For travel, I will touch on cities and countries of interest, particularly how the global situation impacts travel and tourism. Tracks means beats or music. I make instrumental beats that I upload to YouTube. My YouTube channel is Larry Sounds. That's Larry Sounds with a Z at the end. Once a month, I aim to interview various experts as guests for my contacts. I am not a travel agent, lawyer, accountant, doctor, scientist, blockchain specialist, etc. I do not offer professional advice. I enact or will enact fair use during this podcast. Please read the disclaimer upon request. Today I'm going to talk about Microsoft Teams for everyday users. This is my ebook that is published on bookbone.com. You can find the link to my profile on bookbone.com on this episode's blog post. My full name is Miatu Larry Sati. I'm a consultant working via my company Sati Software UK Limited. I am an expert with over 11 years combined experience in the SharePoint and M365 space. I'm currently working as a SharePoint consultant at the European Commission located in Brussels, Belgium. I'm based in London, however, and I am open to work on other projects no matter the location. I'm a published ebook author through bookbone.com. I have published books such as SharePoint 2016 for Everyday Users, OneDrive for Everyday Users, Microsoft Teams for Everyday Users. Today I will introduce Microsoft Teams referred to throughout this podcast as Teams, its purpose, and five Microsoft Teams best practices. Before we dig into Teams, let's first understand what business communication application is. A business communication application or app or BCA is a business tool that enables instant chat audio and video calling as well as sharing content in one place or in a single app window. The most popular BCAs out there on the market in no order are Teams, Monday.com, Slack, Bitrix24, Asana, Zoho and many more. What is Microsoft Teams or what is Teams? Firstly, Teams is a chat-based app complete with document sharing, meeting capabilities and many more features. Secondly, Teams is to be used for collaboration, that is co-authoring on documents, video and or audio only meetings, chatting and general engagement on live and ongoing campaigns, projects, tasks, etc. And not necessarily a document store repository or for archiving. Thirdly, 
a team in Teams has a connected SharePoint Online site that is hosted in the Microsoft Cloud. SharePoint Online team sites are for medium-term storage and collaboration, not necessarily for archiving or personal documents. From a user's perspective, Teams can be broken down into four parts. That is team, channel, meetings, conversations, or announcements. A team is a container with or without branding for a collection of channels and their resources such as posts, files, wikis, SharePoint online sites. You can have a combination of teams, private or public. A channel is a single place for a team to share messages, files and apps in common. It has shared resources such as posts, files, wikis and SharePoint online sites. A collection of channels makes a team. Meetings in Teams can be achieved through Meet Now, Schedule a Meeting, and in Microsoft Outlook, New Teams Meeting. Conversations or chats and announcements are ways to collaborate with your team through messaging and meetings. They exist in the post tab of your channel. The former, that is conversations, existing channels or private chats. There is much more to Teams than what I've explained so far. However, I'm going to shorten the use of Teams as five Teams best practices. Firstly, create a team or channel only if it's required or it will be used. Remove inactive teams and other content that your team isn't using. When you create a team, you can make it public, anyone in your organization can join, or private, only team owners can add members. When you create a channel, you can make it visible under the team it belongs to or part of. This is known as a public channel. Otherwise, it would be invincible, hidden or private. You can leave a private team or channel only. You cannot leave a private team or channel that is public because it's open to all. Channel notifications can be turned off for public teams or channels. You can leave a private channel if you are an owner, unless you're the last owner, you can also leave if you're a member or a guest. Now, lastly, there are three main ways to create meetings in Teams. The first way is in Microsoft Outlook. In the Teams meeting group, you click the new Teams meeting button. The second way is to meet now or schedule a meeting from the channel or conversation that you're in. The third way is to use the calendar tab within Teams and select one of the options such as schedule meeting, webinar or live event. Remember, Microsoft Teams is a chat-based app complete with document sharing, meeting capabilities and many more features. NFTs are trending. Ever wonder how to make or sell an NFT? Firstly, an NFT is non-fungible token meaning a token that is unique and subsequently not replaceable with another one. An NFT is a cryptographic token that represents a unique asset. It functions as a verifiable proof of authentic ownership within the blockchain network. NFTs are interchangeable with each other and introduce scarcity to the digital world. An NFT is known as a purchase receipt for a particular unique item, such as a digital image. 
for my research NFTs transactions are done on the Ethereum platform using the Ether cryptocurrency. When it comes to NFT digital images or artwork, Beeple's every day, the first 5,000 days still holds the record selling price at 69 million US dollars at Christie's in March 2021. To date, more than a dozen NFTs have fetched over 1 million US dollars. Also, you have crypto punks that sell at very high prices. These are rare occurrences, however. Before you start, you need to choose an NFT platform where you can create and sell your NFT. You can choose multiples if you wish. You'll need to create a payment wallet, which you need to use to pay fees and receive payments for what you sell. You can say these are prerequisites for entering the NFT marketplace. Now, there are several NFT marketplaces or platforms out there. The most popular being Binance NFT Home, OpenSea at OpenSea.io, Rarible at Rarible.com, SuperRare at SuperRare.com, NiftyGateway at NiftyGateway.com. There are, of course, many, many other networks that I haven't mentioned, but just Google these names or Google NFT Marketplace and you'll find many more. Now, for my research, I have found that there are two ways to sell NFTs or to enter the NFT Marketplace. There is the long way and there is the short way. I will take on the long way first and mention the short way later on. The long way has more than one moving parts. You have to sign up with one of the NFT marketplaces. If you choose Rarible and register on Rarible.com marketplace, you have to couple that with a cryptocurrency platform such as MetaMask. MetaMask is available as a browser extension and as a mobile app. MetaMask, that is M-E-T-A-M-A-S-K, MetaMask. I have installed MetaMask on both Firefox browser as a browser extension and Google Chrome browser as a browser extension. Now here are the eight steps in entering the NFT market space that is buying and selling. Step one, buy some cryptocurrency. Step two, create a digital wallet to pay for your NFT. Step three, add some cryptocurrency to your wallet. Step four, connect your wallet to an NFT platform. Step five, upload the file you want to turn into an NFT. Step six, set up an auction for your NFT. Step seven, add a description to sell your NFT. Step eight, pay the listening fee to sell your NFT. For all the NFT auction platforms mentioned, you have to pay an upfront fee to mint your NFT, turning your artwork into a non-fungible token that you can sell. Mostly, all the platforms will want payment in cryptocurrency. So before you have the chance to earn some cryptocurrency, 
you'll need to buy some cryptocurrency to cover the fees, registration, sales fees, and such. Most platforms charge their fees in Ether or Ethereum, which is the native cryptocurrency for open source blockchain platforms. When it comes to buying and selling cryptocurrencies, you can do this on cryptocurrency exchange platforms such as Binance.com, Coinbase.com, Crypto.com. Now, there is a lot to buying and selling your NFT. In reality, there is a wide range of fees involved if you want to generate and maintain and sell NFTs. It will cost you in cryptocurrencies to set up your NFT. These costs can consume a large portion of your proceeds of your sale. It can even leave you out of pocket depending on how much you sell your NFT for. At the beginning of this segment, I mentioned there is the long way to sell NFTs and there is the short way. I've broken down the long way in eight steps. There's a lot more to it, but I'll try to keep this short. The short way is to go on the platform like Binance.com, which has its own NFT marketplace. It's only allocated for specific users, specific NFT producers. So they tell me, in fact, there's a statement that says the service will be available to all Binance account holders in due course. So hopefully it's sooner rather than later. In conclusion, my opinion for now is that NFTs are all hype. That's just my opinion. I believe once things settle down, this could be the future of art, of digital art anyway. You may have noticed that I'm a multifaceted person. I work in tech, but I'm also an artist. I make music, instrumental beats, I sketch and I draw as well. I upload my music to my YouTube channel called Larry Sounds. That's Larry Sounds. Now, the past week, I uploaded a few tracks um, and you're going to hear it playing in the background. This one is called Step 2. It's an instrumental, very boom bap type. With this one, I'm also going to use it for a remix. A remix by Buster Rams. 1995-ish, the name is Wuha, got you all in check. So the instrument I made, I'm going to use it for a remix as well. And it works out quite well, so I hope you